Welcome to the Super Kitty podcast. This is also the title of my children's book, but I found out a lot of adults are reading it too. I wrote this book to educate people and families about a recent adoption that I made. Ginger is her real name, aka Super Kitty. And this book that I self-published is on Amazon and AuthorHouse.com. So you might be asking why write such a book. Well, I wanted to raise awareness on the importance of rescuing pets and basically to provide a voice for these animals who can't speak for themselves. The book is not only from my perspective, but also from Ginger's perspective. And the reason I want to give all our followers who are going to follow us on this podcast, Super Kitty, is not only to highlight my book, but to raise money to help these nonprofits and rescue and care for animals until they find loving homes. So this will provide a voice for all those who await adoption. And I just want to point out the joy that they bring us. That's really why I wrote the book. So I'm going to be posting more videos on TikTok very soon, and you can find those under Mamasan, M-O-M-M-I-S-A-N. And just so you know, it's all PG. Okay, welcome to the sixth podcast on Super Kitty. This is just a reminder for all of our readers that Super Kitty is on AuthorHouse.com and also... Amazon.com, and there is an audiobook available as well. In addition to that, these podcasts are designed to not only inform our public as well as ourselves, but also to raise awareness that there are many 501c3s out there that really do rescue all kinds of pets. We're talking about cats, but when we talk about Jacksonville Humane Society, they go through 9,000 cats for adoption a year. It's a big number to handle. So we're trying to monetize a little bit. And I have Buy Me a Cup of Coffee app. And you can buy a cup of coffee for $3. Or you can buy five of them for 15 And to monetize means that we're going to be sharing some of the proceeds with the caffeinated cat, which is located in Jacksonville Beach, and the Jacksonville Humane Society, which is located in Jacksonville proper. And I have a guest today who I've met about a year ago, and I was at her house several months ago, and then we went back, we had a women's circle, and we had a little bit of time afterward for myself to talk with her. I was with my daughter. And of course, it's centered around cats. Cats. (laughs) And so why don't you introduce yourself? My name is Diana Kimmel, and I live in Atlantic Beach, Florida. I have two Sphinx cats, and uh, just love them to death. They're the greatest. So I'm really kind of focused on today's podcast on what the benefits of owning cats does for somebody. And everybody's experience is slightly different. And everybody knows about my cat, so I'd just like you to tell us what are the benefits, what have been the benefits for you in your life bringing cats into your home? Just the love that they give you. They give you a sense of purpose because you have something to care for. They have a lot of personality. Each cat has its own personality. And I don't think people realize that cats really do come with their own personality. And they're absolutely trainable. One of our cats fetches. It's really cool. They just are so loving. How much time would you say daily that you spend interacting with your two cats when i'm home they are with me they follow me all all through the house 
when I get home, one of my cats actually always greets at me at the door like a dog does. And she cries at me until I stop and let and stand still and let her smell me. Yeah. She gets on the kitchen counter. Yeah. I come up to her. She smells my face, my hands. She jumps down. She'll smell my feet, my shoes, just like a dog would do. Yeah. And she talks to me the entire time. Don't you wonder what she's saying? Like, I wonder what she's okay, saying. Okay, where, where have, have you, you been? been? And why weren't you home yes. to pet me and to take care of yes. me? <laughs> she really follows me around. Yeah. Our other cat has a medical condition, so she's sleeping a lot. But typically if I'm home... If I'm sitting on the couch, they're both on my lap. You know, and I, I've got the same experience in my house with mm-hmm. Super Kitty. Her name is really Ginger. Sure. Just a reminder. <laughs> Ginger and Marianne. That's right. And she is an aloof cat most of the times, but she does have a loving side. And even though I'm home, I'm retired. I'm home most of the day. I do go to the gym to work out. I do ride my bike. Mm-hmm. I do get out, you know, for several hours. And so I'm not there to just, you know, idolize her. Right. Or vice versa. She should be idolizing That's me. That's right. But, hey. but when I do come home and she's not sleeping, like she's got like a, a schedule. It's almost like a child. And I think that's kind of because I put everything into place. Mm-hmm. Close the door at night. She does her thing. If I'm not up by 730, I might hear one meow like, hey, it's feeding time. But very, very good and doesn't really disturb me. Now, throughout the day. She has a run of the home, but she chooses to be in the center of the bed. And it's my bed. And it's the big one with the fluffy, you know, duvet and cover underneath and just loves to be in the center. And I'm thinking, now, why does she plop right in the center? Because you can't really reach her unless you get up on the bed. You know what I mean? She's like always got that angle going. You know, she's got to think about her safety. Do you know what I mean? And so when people come in through my front door, and I don't know if this happens with you and your cats, she still runs and takes cover. Now, if I'm there telling her, it's okay, it's okay, she'll she'll still move a little bit further away because she wants to size up those people. Yes. So how do your cats take it when people come in? Well, Tammy Faye greets people, not like Bella greets me. Bella, when someone else comes in the door, takes off. She hides. She doesn't like noises, I think. So, you know, when people first come in, you're, hey, you're kind of loud and, you know, moving around. Once people settle down, she'll come out from hiding. Tammy, on the other hand, will come to people and let them pet her, especially little kids, which is very unusual for a cat. Toddlers, she kind of wants them to play with her, maybe because they're on the floor on her level. I don't know. But if a kid comes in and I tell them, lay on the floor, she'll come to you and let you pet her. They will lay on the floor, and Tammy comes over. Bella, no way. She's not having kids scare her. It's interesting they have to lay on the floor. So they're really level with the cat. Right. And then they take away that, oh, it's a taller, higher, bigger being. So that might just be, okay, they're not a threat. Right. Yeah. That's the way I looked at it. So they let, you know, once it quiets down, the other cat lets everyone pet him. But the other one's getting all the loving. She's up the shirt. She's on the... yes. The, the lab, she's on yes. the neck, she's all over. Yes, she loves that. Yeah, it's interesting to watch that because that's not a typical cat. No, that's what's so unusual. Sphinxes, their personality, we were told when we first started looking at them, that they have more of a dog type of personality. They, they're they not aloof like most cats are. You know, you have to warm up to them or whatever. 
but they've always been just we, we've had two other sphinxes as well and they were friendly okay how much time do you spend at home daily like with the cats I'm gone a lot, <laughs> but out of the 24-hour time frame, I'm probably home 15 hours, a little more than half a day. Yeah, so it's just like you go out like you used to yeah. and go to your full-time job, whatever that is, and now you're just right. doing your thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I and I find that yeah, that's really good because then the cat is really happy to see me when I come home. Yes, <laughs> yes. When you're just sitting there all day, like they they do their thing, they're habitual. And so I'm like, why isn't she coming out? Why is she sleeping? Well, because I'm gone most days, and that's what she does. And she's up at night. They're nocturnal. And uh, I don't often hear her, though, at night. And I think that's good that I have a door. Our cats sleep with us, and typically they sleep all night, which is really strange Mm -hmm. that a cat would get in the bed with you. and, And they know bedtime. As soon as you start going to bed, they come with you, get under under their covers, and they stay there all night. Well, my last cat, Spanky, lived to be 19 years and eight months. And Spanky was my cat and slept on my bed next to me, next to the pillow. And every night, and I think that was because there were other cats in the house and she had the the longest relationship with me. She knew that I wouldn't hurt her and she wasn't quite sure about the the other (laughs) four-legged furry friends. So I remember one evening just turning and my hand kind of hit her and she bit me and I was like what but that only happened once and that's in 19 years and eight months I can't say that about anybody else but she was my best companion it was really hard to get over that loss it took two years before I could even consider getting another pet and that's what I did when I moved I got super kitty yeah little ginger yeah the loss of a cat of any fur baby is so hard because they are like family. I think it's even deeper than that. Not, not that I don't love everybody in my family, yeah. but I don't spend time with them. Everybody's well, this is true. scattered around the country and have their own lives. But the cats just got me and I've just got her. And um, we really do get along and she's very smart. And there's a window in every room. And so she can run from the patio to the front window to the hallway window. She's got her own bedroom. It's complete with a pillow. It's in the book. Move over. The cat sleeps here. (laughs) And all her toys. And that's where she does all her stuff and hiding and drag stuff. If I'm missing some earrings or jewelry, I find it under that bed. And then she's got my bed. And that's where she plops herself most of the day. And she seems to have really acclimated. So she came from the caffeinated cat. And they usually have between 12 and 15 cats. And she was only two months. And these are big cats. But, you know, I watched her online and it didn't phase her. When it was dinner time, she was the first one to get dinner. And they fed them the dry food. I've incorporated some wet food. And it's very interesting. And I've just learned so much from being at the Caffeinated Cat, interviewing all these hosts like yourself, that I think that there's really a draw there for me with cats. I mean, I was 12 when I caught my first cat and talked my dad into letting me keep the cat he said only in the garage and then you know pretty soon it was in the basement then it was upstairs and it only took you know one cat and there were seven of us and so the cat got a lot of pets (laughs) and then it hid (laughs) and we found out where it hid it was hiding underneath my sister's bed and this is when you had the old box springs and it had that Mm -hmm. extra fine like gauze yes and just to hide the wood Mm -hmm. 
that's where the cat was, and that's where up, they up have their it. babies. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's happened to me before, too. Oh, yeah? When I was a kid, I think I was 12 or 13, and we always had cats, but they were never allowed in the house. But this one cat was pregnant, so my mom said, yeah, you know, you're having a friend stay over. You, you can have her in your room. She ended up having kittens on my friend oh. while my friend was sleeping. <laughs> How many kittens did she have? She had seven. Wow. <laughs> my friend was, oh, we were just, it was gross, but anyway. Is your friend, does she like cats? No, <laughs> she did not. She didn't want the cat in the room in the first place, and I, t- I talked her into it. So, said, wow. oh, come on, you know, yeah. she's friendly, she's pregnant, let's, let's let her spend the night with us. No. And is this person still your friend? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure she listens to this mm-hmm, podcast, yeah. and it's a real good reminder. <laughs> Oh, she's probably forgotten yes. about all that. But I, I've had cats my whole life. And all of a sudden, when I was around 40, I became allergic. And probably from having so many cats at one time, my daughters and I shared a townhouse. And between us, we had three or four cats. And I think just all the hair, I'm not sure if that can make you allergic, but I became allergic. So that's why we got the Sphinx, because they're hairless. Even though they're not hypoallergenic, they still don't have the fur. So what did your allergy present? How did it present for you? Itching, watery eyes, stuffy head, you know, scalp itching. Were you you able to take something like Benadryl or something for it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That did help. Yeah. And do you have to still do that today or is it? Okay. If I go to somebody's house who has a lot of cats, sometimes if I touch a cat and I touch my face, I will have an allergic reaction. So I just know not to touch them. Yeah. Or put gloves on. Or put gloves on, yeah. I mean, my mother has a cat that, and I'm with my mother a lot because I'm her caregiver, and it's a long-haired cat. I don't seem to be allergic to that cat for some reason. So, I don't know. Very, very strange. So, you've had cats your whole life. And what do you think, other than the the minor, you know, allergy, (laughs) I'm saying minor, what do you think the benefits are for the listening public to consider about getting a cat, what what are the benefits to it? They are just so loving. Even an aloof cat. You know, you hear cats that, like you were saying, that they don't want you to come to them. They will come to you. Cats are sort of like that. You know, they really don't want you to go pick them up. They will come to you when they're ready. But when they are, and, and you know, it does lower your blood pressure when you pet a cat or a dog. But I, I just happen to be a cat person. It's very therapeutic. It is therapeutic. Yeah. And I, and I think that it's probably symbiotic. It's also for them. Mm-hmm. That when they when Super Kitty jumps up onto my lap, my tone of voice changes, you know. So give us, like, before we end the podcast, why don't you give us your best version of how you talk to your cat <laughs> when you get home and they jump on your lap. I say, hey, Tammy Faye. <laughs> yeah. And my Bella. I call her Bella. <laughs> See your voice change. It changes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. When I when I talk to Super Kitty, I just tell her what a good girl she what is. What a good girl. Yes. What a beautiful mm-hmm. cat, mm-hmm. and you're my baby, mm-hmm. and I love you. And it's like I'm more self-expressed with my cat than any other human yes. being. And I, it's a really good lesson to remember that, you know, the cats really bring out the best in us. But we should be doing this with people too. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So any last words on the podcast? Anything that you would like to add or or Adopt a cat. (laughs) Really, there's a lot of cats out there that need homes, especially full-grown. 
Yeah, because Adult cats. The benefits are wonderful for mm-hmm. the human, more so than even for the they kitty. They are so much. Yeah. And they're really not hard to take care of. A dog, you have to take out and walk. A cat, you don't. Yeah. Well, I do. I take her on the bike now. Oh, you take her on the and bike. And I also That's have true. a leash and a mm-hmm. harness. And she knows the words. Do you, are you ready to go out? And then she'll sit and I'll put the harness oh, on. Oh, you've got so her she's leash trained. trained. Awesome. She's leash trained. Yeah. That's good. That's really cool. Yeah. And and she needs to get outside. She's an yeah. animal. So yeah. I take her out twice a day. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to. Yeah. But I enjoy it. And she, I just going out the patio and she's oh. on a six foot leash. Yeah. Our cats love our patio. And sometimes we'll walk down to the lake. She's very curious. And I have a bird feeder. And that's something I'd recommend for the listening public is that when I got the bird feeder, it was a game changer. I mean, even for me, I have to get the app to identify all the birds, but there's blue jays, there's woodpeckers, there's cardinals, there's teat mouse. There's so many birds, and my cat is watching them all day, and the lizards. Yes, our cats do that too. Yeah, the lizards are her best friends, yeah. We put on cat videos, bird videos for our cats to watch on the that, television. That's what Stu was saying, Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's really they probably a good it. thing, you know, if you're going to be away on a trip or something. Yeah. But yeah, the last trip I went on, I had somebody take care of my cat and, and take it over to their house, but they had two dogs. And it's harder for a cat who is alone and not around dogs. But, you know, I knew it was going to be a little bit of an adjustment for the dogs. It really wasn't. For the, <laughs> the cat jumps up high Cats and cool. has the lay of the land. Um, and then navigates around that and knows their, you know, knows when they're sleeping and does her thing. So it's very interesting. I think that now she's older, I could probably leave her alone. I've gone to Europe for two weeks and left two cats. And really? They were fine. They were grown cats, brought wow. extra litter, extra water. Asked my neighbor to come in every three or four days. She said I didn't need to do anything. So I didn't really have to worry. And Super Kitty is now over a year. So I think that'll be my, for my next trip, I'll be leaving her at home. I think she's more comfortable too. Yeah, you just have someone check in on them. That's it. And maybe I'll leave the TV on for YouTube or, you know, PBS. Yes. Yeah. Get the cat some education. (laughs) Or maybe an Alfred Hitchcock, the birds movie. (laughs) Oh gosh, can you imagine? (laughs) All right. Any any last things you'd like to add? Thank you for the invite. All right. And thank you for coming and for reminding people to really consider adoption of cats. Yes, please. I was recently at the pet supermarket in Jacksonville Beach And when I walked in, they have a big container where people can bring things for others who can't afford to feed their cats because things have really changed with COVID and with getting, you know, all the products to the stores and the price. So anytime I can, if there's ever a two for one, I always throw it in there. But then I know that if I ever need help, where to go to get it. Exactly. But when I was there, there was a little nine, eight or nine-year-old girl with her mom, and she adopted a cat. I was over there with the cat. It was a friendly cat. And I was thinking, hmm, I was considering it in my brain. Should I get a sister for Super Kitty? And I turned around. I was with a friend, and the little girl had adopted it. And so I went up to the mom, and I talked to her. I said, oh, that's going to be great for her. I mean, you know. She could be writing a book about it, and she could read mine and get some ideas. And so she was just thrilled. And so was I to see that somebody under the age of 10 yes. is going to have a best friend for life yes. pretty much. You know, Absolutely. Well, thank you, Diana. Thank I appreciate you, you coming to the podcast. And if you think of anything else, you can always add it. And I'm going to probably move on from this. 
and we'll see what we do next. So thank you to our listening public. Don't forget Super Kitties on AuthorHouse.com and Amazon.com, and it's also an audiobook.